back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 4th edition. Hope everybody had a hol- a great holiday weekend. Wasn't with you yesterday because by the time I get up on the West Coast, it's almost, you know, two. by the time I get it out to you, about two hours till the uh, opening pitch. Plus, I had to get a little bit of work done in the morning, so I worked easier going to the Slack chat and breaking it down there. But I am back today for the 15-game Tuesday slate that is absolutely locked and loaded. Got a couple small chances of rain here and there, but most look okay. The only place was to maybe keep an eye on. Um, Angels at Rangers, uh, Giants at Colorado, and then wind blowing out in Oakland between the Yankees and the A's. It's kind of standard there in Oak Town. Um, looking at the totals on the slate, Reds at Pirates, 8.5. Cardinals at Nationals, 9. Rays at Blue Jays, 8. Royals at Indians, 8.5. Phillies at Marlins, 7.5. Red Sox at Braves, 9. Angels at Rangers, 10. Cubs at Brewers, 9. Tigers at White Sox, 9. Twins at Astros, waiting on that one. Trevor May is making the start. Uh, Giants at Rockies, 10. Padres at D-backs, 8. And with Trevor Ray making the start, it's probably going to be the opener situation as the Twins are starting to go that way. Just throwing that out there. Yankees, A's, waiting on that one because Liam Hendricks is making the start for Oakland. Might be an opener there as well. Baltimore, Seattle, 8.5. Mets at Dodgers, 7.5. More and more teams are using the opener. Few things you got to pay attention to in the September call-ups is we talked about it in the Slack chat last night. Um, they'll pull pitchers earlier, like Alex Wood, even Zach Godley. Yeah, giving up four runs, but he's striking out everybody. Basically, Fran Mill Ray has owned him. Um, those guys got yanked after five innings with very like seventy to eighty pitches. So definitely have more in the tank, and it's because these teams have deeper bullpens now. They uh, don't need to, to, to tax these arms that are maybe get them into the postseason in the tight games with the aces. They're going to go deep. That's stuff we can look at. So just remember that when you're paying for guys, paying up might be a better way this time just to get some more stability because you realize a lot of those names I mentioned, you're getting a lot of guys spot start, you're getting these openers. Uh, for teams we haven't seen openers, we really don't know how it's going to unfold. That's another good reason to be in the Slack chat. When we find out how it's going to unfold, maybe we jump on a guy. There's a lot of different ways to break this stuff down. But um, the bats, we'll find value bats almost every day. That's just how it works with all these call-ups. The pitching is going to be a little more difficult in September with the excess bullpen arms. They're not going to really work these guys as much as they had earlier in the year. So it just takes a little more patience and a little more getting used to. That being said, let's get into the pitching on this 15-game slate. And we'll kick it off with the high-priced arm, the top-priced arm, Justin Verlander, 12300 bucks at home against the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, Verlander's been kind of up and down of late. There's no hiding that one. Against his one start versus the Twins, seven shutout innings, nine Ks for 34.8 DraftKings points. Put out 24.4s last time. Had an 18-7, a 15-2 prior to that. Not acceptable for when you want Verlander standards, but those are both on the road. So 24-4 at home, 27-9 at home. Struggled a lot against Seattle at home. But then prior to that, was really, really good. He was Verlander-esque. Facing a Minnesota team that's got a bunch of youngsters up there, scrappy, scrappy bunch. They check in almost 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, it's a great spot for Verlander if you can get all the way up there. I don't hate it at all. Um, the uh, We're waiting on a team total for the 20s. That's right, because the opener. But lefty's 220, righty's 285 versus Verlander. In a really, really good spot. If you want to go all the way to the top, I don't hate it. He's definitely one of the top options on this slate. Clevenger at 11,000. Yeah, he can get it done versus Cleveland, uh, Kansas City, but I won't be going there. I'd rather go all the way up to Verlander. J.A. Happ at 10-4. I, I respect the A is way too much. Hap could be a really nice GPP play. I'm not telling you not to play him, but on a 15-game slate, I'll probably go elsewhere. Like to Rich Hill at 10000 bucks. I think he's going to be 
Very, very chalky on this slate, and rightfully so. He struggled in his one start versus the Mets. Five innings, four earned, five Ks for 7.9 DraftKings points. The problem with Rich Hill at 10000 bucks, 14-5, 31-7 was great. But then 16 14-5, 17-8, 15-3, those aren't numbers that 10K gets you. You need to get into the 20s at that 10K range. So you got a Mets team that strikes out 25% of the time. Rich Hill at minus 200, home favorite. With his 26% K rate, again, like usual, gives up a little too much hard contact. But it's a Mets team that's dreadful versus lefties. We've been targeting them with every with everybody, but especially lefties. It's a 2.95 team total. Uh, lefties 353, righties 282 or 328. But you look at a Mets team with a 283 woven and a 123 ISO versus left-handed pitching. It is a recipe for success if Rich Hill can give you the innings you need. Now, if he only goes five innings and strikes out five or six, it'd be a good start, but probably not a $10,000 start. Uh, cash games, I'd say go for it because he's got a pretty safe floor with upside. GPPs, I have no problem playing them. Just remember the risk is there. It is very much there. So if you're looking up top, uh, I got JV1, Rich Hill 2. Those are the two guys I'd be looking up top if you're going that direction. Now there's one here. You're going to go, Bubba, what are you thinking? But I'm looking at Herman Marquez at 9300 bucks at home in Coors Field. Against the San Francisco Giants. The San Francisco Giants offense is that bad right now. Uh, he's been better on the road than at home. So if you don't want to go here, I totally get it. If you want to stay away, stay away. At San Diego, 38-2. Home versus St. Louis, 31-4. At Atlanta, 21-6. At Houston, 28-2. Home versus Pittsburgh, 20.3. At Milwaukee, 26-8. Home versus Oakland, 29-7. He struggled at Arizona. Then home at Arizona against Arizona, 25-3. At Seattle, 22-5. 20 or more DraftKings points in 9 of 10 starts, including like 4 home starts. He was 20-plus on all of them. The Since he's come back from his little stint in the minors and some rehab, he's been outstanding. This is a Giants team that strikes out 24% of the time. That number's just going to keep going up now with Aramis, Marcia, uh, Ramirez, or Aramis Garcia and Chris Shaw coming up. They strike out a good amount. Same time, lots of power. We've already seen Chris Shaw go to Ding Dong City. We've seen Aramis go to Ding Dong City. I love the future of the Giants. But right now, it's a little different. Coors Field can always come into play. $9,300 is redonkulous. But his upside is so much more than Rich Hill's at $10,000. It's a Giants team that, like I said, strikes out 24% of the time. Herman's got a 26% K rate, a, a great walk rate, an 11% swing strike rate, uh, almost a 48% ground ball rate, all things that play very well in Coors. Again, always risky in Coors. We need to just keep establishing that before you get to, uh, like, oh, what are you thinking? But you have a Giants team with a 4.35 team total. There are, let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Currently, as we only have 26 of the 30 team totals on the slate, they have the 17th best team total. Or if you want to look at the other way, that would be carry the 1, do, 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 the 11th worst. That's pretty, pretty good. Lefties hit 324. Righties only 257 off Marquez. And the Giants are 297 Woba, 134 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Yes, it's Coors Field. Again, I'm going to say it over and over again so you guys can't complain later that, but when we played a guy in Coors for 9,300 bucks and he got shelled. It is Coors freaking field. But Herman Marquez is outstanding. He faces a Giants team that just can't get out of their own way right now. Um, I love it. I love it a lot. So give me some Marquez at 9,300 bucks. If you want to drop down a little chalkier play, Robbie Ray's 8900 bucks at home against the San Diego Padres. Uh, Ray's faced the Padres twice this year. He's averaging 8.3 a start. He's been much, much better on the road than at home. A home ERA of 6.53 
compared to 298 on the road. So take your uh, grain of salt with that one. His last home start was against Seattle two starts ago, got 17.9. Coming off an outstanding start against the Dodgers at 28.4. Something to keep an eye on with Ray is innings pitched of like five and a third, five, four and a third, five, five and a third, five and a third. So that's six straight starts of five and a third or uh, worse. In his last 10 or his last nine, he's only got one start of seven. Everything else is five and a third or less. With his strikeout upside, he's still getting you like 15 or more points in. Uh, eight of those nine. He only had one bad one at San Diego, of course. We're going to four and a third, three earned, five walks, three Ks. Robbie Ray's issue for the last few years has always been walks. Um, it is a San Diego team that strikes out 24% of the time versus lefties. Robbie Ray has a 30.4% strikeout rate, a 12.2% swinging strike rate. Outstanding numbers there, but almost a 13% walk rate. If he's not walking, guys, he'll be able to put together a pretty solid start for you. A San Diego team with a 3.14 total, third lowest on the slate. Lefties hit 258, righties 341. They have a 304 Wobo, 169 ISO average at best. So Robbie Ray, 89, in a really good spot in a GPP uh, with some big-time upside, but also be careful with the walks. When you go down one more in this 8K and above range, the price tag is redonkulous, but it's a great spot for Wade LeBlanc at $8,400. Uh, he's coming off a great start against the uh, Oakland A's. Seven innings, three inch nowhere, uh, four strikeouts for 242 his last few starts, 24-2, 19-9 in Arizona, got beat down against the Dodgers. And then 18-3 at Houston, 18-5 at Texas. Uh, he's been very, very good. The weird part is much better. Well, it's about the same. He's been better 14.2 on average at home with 3.96 ERA. He's facing a Baltimore team that we know has power versus lefties. No sugarcoat in that at all. But they also strike out, and that's what we're looking for. They strike out 22% of the time versus lefties. Not as high as they used to be. They've gotten better in that respect. Uh, LeBlanc strikes out close to 20% that he faces, a 37% ground ball, limits the hard contact, all the good stuff you're looking for there. And a Baltimore team with a 3.5 team total, fifth lowest on the slate. They have a 287 Woba and a 139 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So LeBlanc at 8400 bucks does bring some nice upside to this slate. So in this 8-9K range, I got Marquez 1, LeBlanc 2, Robbie Ray 3. So some good options there. Um... Not the flashiest of names, but definitely good options. In this 7K range, you got two guys you can take a peek at. At 7300 bucks. Trevor Richards at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. A Phillies offense that's kind of sputtered of late. There's no sugarcoating it. Richards has faced them three times this year. 15 innings, four earned, 13 Ks, averaging 14.4 drafting points. He's got a 328 ERA on the year at home compared to 519 on the road. Uh, the last start at Boston, 15-8. His last home start was against the Yankees, 22.4. Home start prior against St. Louis, 17-2. He did face Philadelphia a few starts back, five innings, one earned, seven Ks for 19-7. Then at home against Washington, 26-5. At Tampa, 22. At home against Philly, six shutout innings of uh, four Ks for 21.9 points. So it's been very, very, very effective of late, especially against some big-time teams out of the East. Uh, we've seen blowups on the season, but as a whole – very, very good, and it's a Phillies team that strikes out 25% of the time. Definitely something you're looking to target with Trevor Richards and anybody uh, at that price point. Big strikeout upside in that matchup. Uh, he strikes out almost 24% that he faces. Doesn't have a 10% walk rate, which is scary. And a big-time fly ball guy, only 35% ground ball rate. So those aren't ideal, but again, he's pitching in Marlins Park where that kind of helps you out. The Phillies have a team total of four. It's about ninth lowest on the slate. Lefties hit 302, righties 370, big-time reverse splits guy. Uh, the Phillies have an average at best Woba of 313, a good ISO of 170. So then when they get into it, they get into it. But that big strikeout rate and that price point of 7300 bucks makes uh, 
Trevor Richards a nice punt on tonight's slate. The other guy you can look at is Joe Musgrove at 7K, probably more of a cash game than a GPP because the upside is not tremendous. And he's got beat up by Cincinnati the one time he faced him. Six runs and four and a third, six Ks for 4.4 points. But as of late, 12-7 at St. Louis, 5-4 at Milwaukee, 28-8 against Chicago, 14-7, 14-8, 13-16-2. You see this 10-1, 21-1. It's kind of that cash game floor type guy with a little bit of upside, not a ton. Uh, it does help that he's pitching at home instead of in Great American Small Park. Uh, Cincinnati loses that nice, nice ballpark for you there. And uh, when you really want to break it down, they strike out to almost 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Musgrove about 20% K rate, uh, 10% stringing strike, 46% ground ball. So a lot of stuff to like there. Cincinnati is a 3.95 team total just below the Phillies. Lefties 311, righties 296. And they have a 145 ISO versus righties, which is not good at all. So that's why Musgrove at 7K can be a punt free as well with Richards. In this punt range here, I got Richards 1. Musgrove, two. Now, when you drop below 7K, you're going to have a chalky one because he's been outstanding of late. Did the same thing to us last year in the second half. We're talking Lucas Giolito coming off a 25.3 point performance against Boston, 27-4 at Detroit, 19-3 at Minnesota, 20.1 against Detroit. So two of his last four starts against Detroit, 27.4, 20.1. On the season, he's averaging 15.4 in the four starts against Detroit. And guess what? He's at home against Detroit tonight. It's a recipe for Chalk, Gilito, a Detroit team that strikes out 22% of the time versus righties. It's a great spot. He's been absolutely filthy of late. Absolutely filthy. Uh, 4.15 total just above the Phillies. Uh, 289 Woba, 136 ice over Detroit, which is dreadful. So Gilito at 63. I can't say don't play him. I think he's a great player tonight. I'm just worried a Chalk Gilito is not a good Gilito. Alex Cobb at 5,900 bucks. We know he's been much, much better of late. He struggled his one start against Seattle this year. But that's kind of the Alex Cobb show. He struggled against Toronto his last time out 4.1. But prior to that, 17-9 against the Yankees, 25-2 at Cleveland, 23 against Boston, a 15-6, a 23-3. He's really starting to find his groove prior to that Toronto start. He gets to be in Seattle, a nice pitcher's ballpark. Facing the Seattle team, he strikes out a little over 20% of the time. Uh, he's got a good almost 50% ground ball rate, which is outstanding. Seattle's team total is... Where'd you go? Where'd you go? It's almost five. It's fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 332, righty's 368. But they have a 316 Woba and a 162 ISO. It's okay. It's not great by any means. So Cobb at 59 is a putt for me on this slate. You could go to Francisco Lariano at 4900 bucks if you completely want to punt the position. But may the force be with you. I'll leave it at that. He's, on, he's in play because of that price point against the White Sox. But I'm not going to break it down farther than that. So down below 7K, I got Gilito 1, Cobb 2, Liriano 3. So recapping your pitching real quick on this slate. All the way up top, I got Verlander 1, Rich Hill 2. In the 8 and the 9K range, Herman Marquez, Wade LeBlanc, Robbie Ray look outstanding. In the 7K, Trevor Richards, Joe Musgrove. And then all the way down below, Gilito, Alex Cobb, and Francisco Liriano. If you're going up top again, just go to, to JV. If you want to save some cash, I really love the GPP angle of Marquez in San Francisco. If not, you got LeBlanc in a good spot in Seattle, and he can roll the dice with Ray. If he's not walking, guys, he'll put up some really good numbers for you. There's no, no hide in that one at all. When you go down even farther, Trevor Richards, remember the reverse splits, but I do love that spot there. Musgrove probably has safer cash play than a GPP. Does have a little bit of upside. And the Gilito's your guy you want down below, plain and simple. Before we get to the bats on this show, let me talk to you about the Quant Edge. It is a fun and great 
site to get your uh, NFL DFS lineups put together. You listen to the two-point conversion pod with myself and James. Then you go to the Quant Edge, and they have all the tools you need. They have an amazing lineup optimizer. They have a great injury tool. They have uh, wide receiver cornerback matchups. They have tons of writers, articles, podcasts themselves. They help you with gambling. They help you with DFS. They have it all, and they are cheaper than pretty much anybody in the business. And right now, if you use promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, at checkout, you get $10 off your first month's purchase. So go check out thequantedge.com, promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, for $10 off your first month's purchase. Also, go to draft.com, fun, great way to play fantasy sports, snake-style drafts, just the way you like it. NFL kicks off on Thursday, so you have a few more days to get your best balls in. Then you can do the NFL snake drafts. they got baseball snake drafts. They have golf. we got a couple more FedEx events to go. They'll have hockey and basketball for you. So much stuff over at draft.com. It is great. Use promo code SDSports at checkout for $3, a free $3 ticket to any tournament you choose. If you want to play a $3 best ball, go for it. They have the massive best ball tournaments right now. They have individual ones. They have all kinds of them. So go check it out. Promo code SDSports at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. Also, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Much, much appreciate it. Preferably the five-star variety. And if you're looking to write in fantasy sports, sports in general, like sporting news, uh, gambling, the works, let us know. All sports. We have basketball coming up. We got football, college football, all of it. We're looking for more and more writers all the time. So come check us out at the Sports DJs. There's a link on the page, right for Sports DJs, or email thesportsdjs at gmail.com if you're interested, and I'll get back to you. But now back to this week's edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Let's get to the bats on this 15-game slate. Let's get to the catcher's position. As we talk about bats, I can't remind you enough how important it is to join the Slack chat because this time of year, lineups are going to come out. There's going to be guys we've never heard of or guys that just got called up that day. So many factors that aren't going to factor into the first look here on quick hits of value plays we could talk about. Heck, I was on G-Min Choi last night as a value at first base. There's all kinds of different things we can look at based on where they are in the lineups that will definitely tilt things and help you pay for pitching and other things you need for this these slates. So, come join us it's absolutely free you can sit back and just watch but the more people that interact the more stuff gets discussed the more players get put out there it's for all sports it's season long it's dfs it's the works and um, just anything in general just talking sports come and join us in there and check it all out now to the catcher's position like we mentioned uh you got guys like you know rio muto is always in a good spot if you're paying up but i just can't pay it for catcher like that you guys monty grandal switch hitting versus vargas at 41 definitely in play for you there Jan Gomes at 4K versus Danny Duffy. like that a ton. If you want to go up top, you're going Grandall or you're going Gomes. Those are the two guys I look at over $4,000. When you drop down below 4K, though, it gets a little dicier. But you got like Ronnie Chirinos in a great spot in Texas. Nice warm hitting environment. 3,900 versus Andrew Heaney. If you choose to go there. Francisco Cervelli in a great spot versus Reed of Cincinnati. He's not a good pitcher at all. Pittsburgh's in a phenomenal spot tonight. Um, their team total is 4.56. They uh, lefties 195, righties 313 off Reed. Very small sample out of the bullpen. In his career, he's gotten beat up. So Pittsburgh could be a nice sneaky one tonight in that matchup as it could be another long night for Reed. Uh, if you go down even farther now, you know, like Tom Murphy and Coors at 37 versus Rodriguez is a, is a discount. Tucker Barnhart at 37, a guy you can definitely take a peek at as well. Um, if Aramis Garcia gets to start for the Giants, he's 3,600 in Coors against Marquez. If you're not using Marquez, I don't hate it just because a catcher in Coors at that price point, and Garcia's got a ton of power. I watched him in single A a couple years back. His kid is talented. I tweeted it out the second he got called up. Super talented kid. Um, the defense, is, it gets better and better. That's the thing that needs a lot of work, but that bat is legit. Power, power bat. So 
check that out at 36. Um, going down farther, like Brian McCann is 33. It's going to be a bullpen game, which is kind of sketchy. So kind of play that one out. Austin Hedges versus Robbie Ray. Like a lot, uh, righties do have success versus Robbie Ray this year. Uh, when we took a look at San Diego, the Wales Vagine. Uh, lefties 258, righties 341 versus Robbie Ray. Hedges does have some sneaky power for 3200 bucks. That is a discount at the catcher's position. Uh, Nick Hundley, if he gets to start instead of Aramis Garcia for the Giants, he's 3200 in Coors. A discount there. Uh, Mike Zunino, 32, always a good GPP catcher I like. With that power against Cobb, if Cobb's off, it's going to be a huge play for you there. Uh, a Seattle team with a high team total. We talked about lefties 332, righties 368. Righties having more success in the career against Cobb. Cobb's always been a reverse splits type guy. So Mike Zunino at 32, a value uh, punt as well. Uh, Kevin Smith, Vegas to start for Chicago. I like this quite a bit at 3100 bucks against Francisco Liriano. A nice right-handed bat. Limited power, but good average. Takes walks, scores runs. At that price point, you know, you have a White Sox team with a 4.85 team total. Lefty's 3.08, but righty's 4.06. So that brings some big-time value there for Kevin Smith at $3,100. Dropping below the 3K range, it gets a little dicier as always. You have to really check lineups to see who's out there. Like, um, I don't know. There's really nothing that stands out yet. If Roberto Perez gets to start for Cleveland instead uh, instead of Jan Gomes, he's 28 for Stuffy. I think that's a great punt. If Chris Herman's in the Seattle lineup at 28, can be big time for you. Like a Sandy Leone switch hitting versus Newcomb at 27, maybe. Uh, Johnny Lukoy against Jay Happ at 27 can be very, very nice. James McCann at 26. Uh, so those are a couple values for you there. You'll see a bunch pop up, especially on a 15-game slate. You'll have some punts you can make there. Going over to first base, you know, Matty Carpenter versus Fetty's outstanding at 53. Fetty's a good young arm. I don't think he's quite there yet. Uh, St. Louis is a 4-5 team total. Lefty's 414, righty's 392 in a small sample versus Fetty. So Carp at 53, very much worth a look uh, in that matchup. Jesus Aguilar, big-time power versus Montgomery. They're at 5,200. Lefty's 340, righty's 334 off Montgomery. I'd try to go to Carpenter at 53 if you could. Or you sneak down to Rizzo at 51 because it's lefty-lefty. He hits lefties with a ton of power, and he is streaking. He's averaging 13.3 his last 10, 22 and 27 in his last two and you know you can pick on a guy like Wade Miley all day long. Uh, the Cubs team totals 4.45. Lefty's 406. Righty's 291. So kind of the reverse splits versus Miley. So Rizzo could be sneaky at 5100 bucks tonight. Goldschmidt at 5K versus Lucchesi. I love Joey Lucchesi. is a good, good young arm. But the D-backs have his number this year. They have a 4.16 total. Lefty's 285. Righty's 338. Uh, when you looked at Lucchesi, I didn't mention it before, but when you look at his year versus Arizona... It's crazy because he's been really, really good. He averages 15.5 DraftKings points per start over the season. But his four starts versus Arizona, 18 and two-thirds, 16 earned runs, averaging 6.1 DraftKings points per start. So they definitely can get to Lucchesi. Uh, a guy like Goldie could also be in play at 5K. I kind of like Rizzo at 51 and Carpenter at 553 up top here if you're going all the way up. Uh, Edwin versus Danny Duffy at 48 is always worth a look. We know how that matchup works. I like me some CJ Cron at 46 versus Baruki. Cron's uh, been swinging it really well of late, averaging 10.1 his last 10. 19 yesterday as he went deep. Uh, 19, 0, 27. Oh, he didn't play yesterday, but 19, he had a 0, then a 27, a 0, a 6, an 8. He, he's eight, a 0, an 8, a 14, and 19. So very, very good of late. Big time power. Going up against Baruki. Um, a Tampa Bay team with. Do, 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 do. Where'd you go? 
Uh, oh, we don't have any stats for Baruki in this one because he got added late. But um, CJ Cron definitely in play for you at 46 if you want to save some money from up top. Uh, Freddie Freeman at 45 is a massive discount for his talent level. It is Rick Porcello who can be really, really good or really, really bad. It's a great ballpark there for Atlanta to, to hit in, obviously. So Freeman at 45 is very interesting in that matchup. Sliding down, down even farther, uh, Kendrick Morales back down to earth at 4300 bucks, still in play. Ian Desmond and Coors at 43 if you're looking to, to, to fade. Uh, the youngster, Derek Rodriguez, has been very good. The Rockies still have the highest team total at 565. Lefties 323, righties 288. Kids first start in Coors, you never know how it's going to go. It could get really rocky in there, no pun intended. Going down even farther, though, is say uh, Christian Walker gets a start for Arizona. First base outfield eligible. Big time power. Probably not going to go there. I wish he was a little cheaper, but he's in play for you. A guy like Tyler White hit in the middle of the uh, Houston order at 4,200s in plays, averaging 10.2 his last 10, 5, 5, 11 in his last three. So 4,200 bucks for Tyler White against May and the Minnesota bullpen is worth a look in that matchup. Uh, farther down, like a Daniel Murphy at 42 is in play for you. Um, Lucas Duda, if he gets a start versus Porcello, is not bad at that price point, but I'd rather go uh, after, um, whatchamacallit, after Murphy. I'd drop down to like a Jose Martinez at 41 versus Fetty. I think that's got some big time upside against St. Louis. Should have a, a good day versus Fetty if they show up. That's a, a really good matchup for them uh, if they if they make a point to you do so. Farther down, like a Yuli Gurriel at 4K could be in play for you. Don't hate that. Um, Ryan O'Hearn, his left-handed bat versus Clevenger at 3900 bucks. If you want to play GPP and get weird with it, I don't hate it. Clevenger, we know, is very, very hit and miss. He has his great starts, and he has his, oh, crap, what happened starts. And lefties hit 331, righties 272 off Clevenger. So you could get sneaky there with O'Hearn at 3900 Don't think you'll need to tonight, but you can because you can go up there to those $4,100 we talked about. Or Trey Mancini's 39 versus Wade LeBlanc. That's a lot of power in that matchup. So a couple options for you there. If you're fading Wilmer, uh, Rich Hill, Wilmer Flores is 38. Uh, Hunter Dozier's 37. Had a big week. Uh, going on down farther. Josh Bell's been quiet as hell, but he's 36 if you need to save some cash. Uh, Sam Travis versus Newcomb. Newcomb's got big-time reverse splits, though, so be careful there. Don't just run to do it because it's lefty-righty. And other than that, you know, check your lineups. Maybe a Neil Walker's only 3400 That's a discount there for the Yanks. First base, second base versus Liam Hendricks, who's not very good at all. Then it'll be a bunch of A's bullpen, which isn't bad, actually. So it could be a nice recipe there. So, you know, stay in that kind of probably 3800 4K range and above, and there's a lot of good options there at first base. Second base, Javi Baez versus Wade Miley is outstanding. That's why he's $5,800. If you can afford him, yes, but he's very, be very hard to afford. But if you can afford him, do it. Uh, Scooter Jeanette at 47, I kind of like. Whip Merrifield is just on fire at 4,600. Second base outfield, averaging 12.3 his last 10. Put up a goose egg yesterday. But prior to that, 15, 19, 25, 3, 8, 21, 12, 4, and 16. Been very, very, very good at 4,600 bucks. Lefty, righty, I don't care. He's, he's, a, he's a one-off type guy or a part of a stack, so don't hate that at all. Uh, Joey Wendell at 4,300 versus Baruki. I'm in play for that one. Like that price, I get another big night on uh, Monday for Joey Wendell. Uh, Alamoto Mondesi in a GPP is always worth a look at 42. Robbie Cano at 42 versus Cobbs in play. Same with Daniel Murphy. We mentioned him at 42 already. Uh, Jonathan Scope versus the lefty Montgomery at 42 is a very good GPP play. Uh, farther down we look, maybe a Jason Kiffis who hits lefties really, really well at 4,100. Could be sneaky there. Uh, Brian Dozier versus Jason Vargas is criminal at 4,100. That price point is insane. Dozier is going to be chalky today. He's been slumping. He's averaging 4.7 his last 10. 
Three straight zeros, a three, a two. But a great spot versus Vargas at 4,100 if you choose to save some cash with tremendous upside. Uh, Johnny VR switch hitting at 4K versus LeBlanc. He's hit a couple homers recently. So good looking play there. A guy I love. We talk about him all the time, especially in the Slack chat. Went deep yesterday. He's second base outfield eligible. He's 3900 bucks. That is Nico Goodrum versus Giolito. Definitely like that in that Detroit lineup. As you slide down a little farther, there's going to be so many options with these, like these expanded rosters. There's so many names here. Uh, possibly a Jeff McNeil at 37. I'd rather go up to, to Goodrum if you could. A Lurie Guriel's 3600. He's going to get it going here. Someone mentioned the Slack chat. His hard hit rate is outstanding the last few games. Kind of how it was before he got hurt, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Brandon Lowe of the Tampa Bay Rays at 32 is another guy to take a look at. Um, and we mentioned uh, Neil Walker earlier. There's a couple guys you could look at here down below and see what line is around. Maybe a Greg Garcia or something for a, a massive punt. Third base, you got Bregman at 55. That's outstanding. I love me some Bregs these days. He's crushing it. You got Carpenter at 53. You got Arenado and Coors. Love Carpenter. You got Chris Bryant's back at 51. But Justin Turner's been on fire. He's 49 versus Vargas. I love that. If you don't want to pay up top for Bregman or Carp, I go down to Turner easily at 4,900. Good starting spot for you there. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, interesting. Not running there, but interesting. You got like Matt Chapman versus J.A. Happ at 44 in a GPP. I can dig that quite a bit. Uh, Eduardo Escobar switch hit versus Lucchesi is interesting at 42, but go up to Chapman at 44 if you're down there. If not, Rendon at 42 and just hits everybody these days. I like that in a GPP especially. Will Myers at 41, third base outfield, could be very interesting versus Robbie Ray. Myers is only averaging six in his last 10, 8, 0, 5, and 14 in his last four. Uh, does have big time upside there versus Robbie Ray, though, so I don't hate that in a GPP at 4,100. Going down a little farther, you know, you got Longoria and Coors at 41. He's kind of had a couple good games in a row for the Gigantes. Adrian Beltre versus Heaney at 38. has got some upside for you there. Heimer Condelario, only 3700 bucks, leading off for Detroit against Giolito. Can definitely take a look at that one. Um, as you go down farther, like a Tim Beckham at 35, third base shortstop. That's some big-time value in that matchup versus LeBlanc, especially as a GPP play with that power upside. Don't hate that at all. David Freese, if he gets to start for the Dodgers, he's first base, third base. Eligible at 3,500 versus Vargas. That's great. We love Freaks with the Pirates versus lefties. He's facing one of the worst lefties in baseball in Jason Vargas. So go check it out. The only thing that will be funny is the Dodgers have struggled tremendously versus lefties of late. They've made some trades to try to help with that, though. So we'll see how that goes. But um, David Freaks, interesting play for you there. Let's go over to the shortstop position. Again, value plays, slack chat, join. Simple. Uh, shortstop, Javi Baez at 58, Bregman at 55. We talked about them already. Love it, love it, love it. But Machado at 49 versus Vargas is outstanding. Outstanding play there. Dodgers, again, 4-5-6 team total. Lefties, 380. Righties, 334 versus Vargas. I love me some Machado at 49. I almost, I know the Dodgers have been so disappointing versus lefties, but I think I want to stack the Dodgers instead of Coors Field tonight. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Trevor Story's 48 in Coors. If you are going there, it is a great play. Don't hate on it at all. Uh, Tim Anderson versus Liriano at 44 is some big-time value. I like that a lot, especially if he's leading off. But even if he's in the middle of the order, he's averaging 8.6 his last 10. We know he's got some big-time power versus lefties. Put up 26 points a couple starts ago. Uh, I like that a lot at 44 in a GPP against Francisco Liriano. Going down and down a little farther, maybe an Escobar. A Paul DeYoung at 42 versus Fetty. That's an interesting play there. I mentioned lefties and righties off of Fetty. Uh, he's averaging 7.7 his last 10, 7, 7, 2. And 27 for Dion. Uh, big time upside in that with uh, Paul Dion at 4,200 at that price point. 
B. Crawl and Coors at 42 is interesting. Kiki Hernandez, outfield shortstop eligible at 42 versus a lefty is always in play for you as well. Uh, sliding them down farther, maybe an Andrew Simmons at 41 against the lefty. Uh, Marcus Simeon at 4K. I'd go to Simmons over Simeon if you could. Uh, below 4K now, like a Willie Adamas at 38, some big time power versus Baruki. That can be a nice GPP play for you there. Uh, he's been struggling a bit, but good upside. Uh, JT Riddle led off yesterday. He's been leading off a little bit of late. He's struggling. He's 37 versus uh, I can't strike anybody out, Jacob Arietta. So if you need to save some cash, you can go there. Or Lurie Guriel at 36. Ahmed Rosario at 36. I go to Guriel first. Or you can drop down to Timmy Beckham at 35, one of our favorite GPP plays at all times. If you think Verlander is going to struggle, you got Jorge uh, Polanco hitting in the middle of that Twins order at 3300 bucks. Even if you want a one-off punt, that is a punt with tremendous upside of Verlander. Because Verlander will give up the home run from time to time. That's not a, a secret by any means. So if you want to punt one, you can punt one right there without a problem. In the outfield, you got Mookie Betts at 6K. That's great. But Christian Yellick at 59. Love it, love it, love it. Trout at 56 is great. Acuna at 52 is outstanding versus Parcello. There's going to be a ton of great plays there. Low Kane at 51 is just low-hanging fruit. Hunter Renfro has been straight fire. He's 4,900 versus Ray. If you're not using Ray, Renfro is a great play, as many will not go to the Padres. And there's a lot of power from the right side in that Padres lineup. So Renfro at 49 is worth a look. You know, you got Cargo and David Dahl and Coors at 49, both in play versus uh, D-Rod. Juan Soto's 47 versus Mikolas. I can take a look at that. Uh, Tyler O'Neill is a really good GPP play at 4,600. He has tons of power versus right-handed bats, averaging 7.2 his last 10. He'll go way overlooked. So will Whip Merrifield at 46. Uh, Starling Marte, top of the order versus the lefty Reed at 46. Will be a nice lower-owned look for you as well. Farther down you look, like Tommy Pham is back. He's 4,500. Definitely take a look at him in that matchup. Uh, Georgie Springer at 44 is interesting. But Chris Davis, 44 versus J.A. Happ. Yes, Happ has been great. I get it. But still, you got to respect these A's, folks. So if Happ gets it done, it'd be tremendous. But you wouldn't be surprised if the A's. You wouldn't be surprised if it's like he gives up three or four, but a couple homers. Hopefully, once to Chris Davis at 44. Uh, as we know, that's a great recipe for success. Nick Castellanos at 43 versus Lucas Giolito is very, very nice as well. Uh, could take a peek at that. Farther down you look, maybe a Brett Gardner at 43 leading off. You could go that direction. A David Peralta that's lefty-lefty, but I don't completely hate it at 42. Probably not one of my top plays by any means, but I don't hate it in a GPP if you're stacking. Uh, Scotty Schebler at 42 versus Musgrove is definitely in play. Steven Piscotti versus the lefty at half at 42 is another nice value. Roman Quinn, take a look at that at 4200 bucks for the uh, Phillies, averaging 8.7 in his last 10. Switch hitter with some speed and a little bit of power. So 4200 bucks if you're stacking the Phillies, don't forget Roman Quinn. You got A.J. Pollock, who's been slumping a little of late, only averaging 2.1 in his last 10. Massive slump. If you're stacking Arizona, go for it against Lucchesi. Like I said, they own him. So if you're stacking, go for it. A 4100 uh, 4, is a discount. You got Will Myers at 41. We talked about him earlier. And Jose Martinez at 41. I think those are great plays. I love Jose the most out of those $4,100 guys. But all really, really nice. Going down farther, Hernan Perez is pricey at 41, but he's in a good spot there if you need to. Just a little too pricey for me. You know, you got guys like Matt Kemp at 41 who's been crushing it in a great spot there versus Vargas. I like that quite a bit. You got McCutcheon if he's leading off for the Yanks at 41. I can see that as an option. Odubel Herrera at 41. So that $4,100 range, there's probably seven guys there I have no problem putting in a lineup, especially with GPP upside, a lot of them right there. You got Marcelo Zuna with upside of 4K versus Fetty. 
Uh, don't hate that at all. Nomar Mazzara does have power versus lefties. He's 4K versus Heaney. So don't sleep on that. So a lot of options here in this middle range. Chris Shaw of the Giants is 4,000 versus Ramon Marquez. If you aren't using Marquez, that is some big-time power upside for you. Um, he went deep yesterday for his first career homer. Other than that, he's got a 0, a 0, and a 2. Um, but that that power is legit. So keep an eye on that at 4K in Coors. Steven Souza versus Lucchesi at 39. I like that as a sub-4K. We do like his power versus lefties. Nico Goodrum at 39. Like that quite a bit, as we already mentioned. Tony Kemp was hitting second yesterday for the Astros. If he's doing that again at 3900 bucks, keep an eye on that one. Mentioned I like Trey Mancini at 39. Been swinging it really, really well of late. Good value there versus LeBlanc. If you're not using LeBlanc, Mancini could be a one-off for you and be just fine. A Harrison Bader's playing well at 38. You can look that direction. Ben Gamble is always an option. But uh, Nick Williams at 38 with some power upside versus Richards in play for you. Brett Phillips, is, he's streaky. He's 37 versus Clevenger. Keep an eye on that. Uh, I don't want to name off everybody for you because there's so many of them. Like, look for Fran Mil Reyes down here. He's a good one. Um, you got Mikey Matuk. He's hitting towards the top of that. Tigers order at 36. Keep an eye on that. Oh, man. Austin Dean versus Arietta at 36 with some upside. Same with Ortega. If he's towards the top of the fish order at 36, both options there. Dean's got the power. There's Fran Mil Reyes at 35. Absolutely love that as value for you. Uh, Adam Engel at 35 versus Liriano. Sucks he's usually towards the bottom of the order, but does have some upside against Francisco Liriano and some savings. Uh, other than that, Mark Connor's got some power at 34 versus half and a GPP. You can definitely look that direction. Jose Perella at 32. Uh, Jake Cave, our boys, 3200 bucks. It is versus uh, Verlander, so be careful. Victor Robles is getting the call today. He should be starting in the Nationals outfield tonight. He's thirty-one hundred bucks for Miles Mikolas. So keep an eye on Victor Robles at thirty-one hundred. Max Kepler's thirty-one versus Verlander. Brandon Geyer hits lefties really well. He's thirty-one versus Duffy. So you do have some options down here, and even more will, will pop up as uh, lineups come out and more call-ups happen. So go check it all out. Um, again, join the Slack chat as we will have it all covered for you. Recapping your pitching, you got Verlander and Hill up top. In the middle, Marquez, LeBlanc, Ray, down below, Richards, Musgrove, and then Gilito, Cobb, and Liriano below 7K. Uh, you're stacking it up. you got Coors in play, like always. The A's versus Hap can be very sneaky. The Yankees versus Hendricks is going to be very popular. Uh, the Indians versus Duffy I absolutely love as well. you got Texas and Anaheim in a great hitting environment against two lefties. The Mariners versus Cobb can be interesting. The White Sox, especially right-handed bats versus Liriano, is outstanding. Don't forget the D-backs have owned Lucchesi this year. That could be a lower-owned one. I love the Dodgers versus Jason Vargas and the Cardinals versus Eric Fetty. I think those are two that might get quite overlooked. And then if G. Lito's off, the Tigers could be definitely in play for you. And there's much, much more. It's a 15-game slate with bad pitching. That's how the rest of the season pretty much will go. Let's talk BVP real quick. Soto and Harper are both homered off Mikolas in small samples. Uh, da, da, da. Brandon Geyer, 7 for 15, two doubles and a homer off Duffy. He's talked about him being 3,100. Got Jan Gomes, 10 for 26, three doubles, three homers. Lindor, Jose Ramirez, Kipnis, Encarnacion, and Melky Cabrera have all taken Danny Duffy to pound town. Uh, as you go down, Rio Muto, 4 for 14, nothing crazy. Uh, Ryan Flaherty, of all people, are 6 for 16 with a homer off uh, Porcello. Marquegas, 11 for 29, a double and a homer off Porcello. Adrian Beltre, 6 for 11 on the double and two homers off Heaney. Chirinos has two homers. The Shields and Andrus have each homered once off of Heaney. As a team, they're hitting 403 off of Heaney. 
My goodness. Timmy Anderson, Daniel Polka have taken Francisco Lariano deep. Mentioned Anderson as a guy shortstop option. Wellington Castillo's taken him deep twice. Mikey Montauk talked about a cheap, cheap uh, Tiger. He's two for five with a triple and a homer. Candelario, four for ten. V-Mart, four for eleven with a double. Nick Castellanos taking him deep twice. Travis Shaw, four for twelve, two doubles and a homer off Montgomery. Locaine and Braun and Broxton have taken Montgomery deep. Altuve, three for four with a homer off May. Nothing special. Joe Maurer, 26 for 79, six doubles and four homers off of Justin Verlander. Different Maurer these days, folks. Brandon Belt, 4 for 4 with a double and two triples off of Marquez. Goldschmidt, here we go. 7 for 9 with a double and two homers off Lucchesi. Nick Ahmed, 4 for 9, two homers off of Lucchesi. AJ Pollock's taking him deep. As a team, they're hitting 328 with a 451 Woba and a 297 ISO. Eric Hosmer, 3 for 6, two homers off of Ray. Perella's taking him deep. Hunter Renfro, three homers. Will Myers, two homers off of Robbie Ray. So definite power sources there. Marcus Simeon, 8 for 16, two homers off a of half. Luke Roy, 7 for 19, four doubles. Uh, Lowry, 6 for 17. Mark Connor's taking him deep. Jose, uh, Mike Zanino, always a GPP plays, 5 for 10 with a double and a homer off of Cobb. Um, Robbie Cano, 8 for 26, a double and three homers. Cruz is taking him deep. Maven's taking him deep as well. Trey Mancini, 2 for 4 with a homer off LeBlanc. Chris Davis, Johnny Villar, both taking him deep. David Freese talked about him as a cheapie. First base, third base, 7 for 12 with a double and two homers off of Jason Vargas. Keep him in mind. And that'll do it for quick hits in the books. Um, big 15-game slate again. Join us in the Slack chat. Go check out the quantedge.com promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D. There's a new Bench with Bubba, episode 119 now with Anthony Servino of the Gridiron Experts and the FF Faceoff, kind of talking about the recent fantasy football news, kind of some long-shot guys to go take a look at in week one coming up. Uh, we'll have a, a always pressing coming out tonight as the tournament ended on Monday instead of Tuesday. So go check that out. We, uh, go to draft.com, promo code SD Sports for entry to a free $3 tournament of your choosing. Uh, so much coming up. We have more and more baseball coming up this week. We have football coming up. Get ready for it. Come to thesportsdjs.com at thesportsdjs and hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick with any questions and join us in the Slack chat. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 4th edition. I'm out.